Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, it's our first episode of 2022. So a big, warm, happy new year's to all of our listeners. Today, we're giving you guys a part one recap of our epic cross Canada winter road trip that we just got back from. We talk mountains, we talk cold, we talk dog sledding, more cold, snowshoeing, and some of the not so great winter driving survival tips. Basically what not to do. Also, did I mention we're talking cold? Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen if you like what you hear. Let's get into it. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's definitely too late to be saying that in general because it is February now, but... It's our first episode of the year, so totally acceptable, I think. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy February. Happy Groundhog Day, wherever we're at. Happy, happy, happy. Yeah. Happy 2022. (laughs) I hope everyone is enjoying 2022. Oh my God, that's so hard to say. 2022 so far. (laughs) So yeah, first episode of the year. And I mean, guys, if you follow us on social media, which I hope you all do, you will know that Steph and I just got back like not even that long ago, a couple weeks ago from (laughs) our most epic Canadian road trip. Mm hmm. Yeah. And days ago for me, weeks for you, days for me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been like, what, two, three weeks for me, a few days for you. Um, We've been talking about this road trip for God knows how long and we finally did it. Mm -hmm. And Steph, if you could choose one word, to describe the road trip, what would it be? Um, bougie. Bougie. Okay. I'd go with bougie. What would you go with? Um, exhausting. <gasps> cold. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just think because we just honestly we when we planned it, we thought you know we're going to Vancouver Bant first. That'll be the pricey side. And then we'll do it cheap. And we just every day we're like, you know what? When are we going to be back here? <laughs> like, YOLO. We just kept spending. <laughs> well, we did. And it was, you know what? It was one of those. It was one of those trips that like I was like, it's fine. I'm just not going to look at my credit card. <laughs> and <laughs> and off we went. And you know what? No regrets. Um, no, I would describe it as uh, cold. 
So like oh, we freezing. when we yeah, when we planned this, we knew obviously in the middle of winter in Canada it was going to be cold, but they were experiencing like a cold front in Canada, oh, which the coldest is sort day. Of a, yeah. So the coldest day actually hit negative 50. Yeah. Well, we'll talk we'll talk about like everywhere we went and how cold it was, but like even for Canada, like it almost sounds like an oxymoron where it's like Canada cold front. Like, isn't that just no, no, no. But it was like colder than it normally is. So like we got to really experience you want to talk like frigid cold. We were there. I think it was at one point one of the places we were. It was like the coldest place on Earth that day. <laughs> like <laughs> we, in somewhere we, in the middle of I, Saskatchewan. I, we obviously grew up in Canada and I had never in my life before heard the word or the term Arctic outflow. And yeah. it basically just means exactly what it sounds like. The, like the Arctic has flowed in. And mm-hmm. when we were in Vancouver, it was the coldest it's been in a century. Yeah. So we were really lucky with, with the weather. Before we get into too much, let's, let's start from the beginning. Vancouver. Steph and I met in Vancouver. And it. I want to just start by saying, this was like the universe just working perfectly where our flights like neither were delayed we didn't plan this we were kind of like you know I knew Steph was gonna get there a little bit before me and our flights basically landed like the same time and we literally like both walked up to the car rental place at the same time yeah and like it was just (laughs) I don't know it was like the perfect start to this trip and but also it was like so underwhelming because we hadn't seen each other in like two years but, like, Steph was trying to, like, get the car yeah. sorted. And she's like, hey, I'm over here. I'm like, oh, hi. And she's, like, talking to the guy. And then, like, five minutes later, we're talking. We're like, oh, shit. Like, hi. <laughs> I haven't like, seen you in two years. Now. <laughs> but, like, yeah. So, I mean, just goes to show that we're the type of people we don't. We we talk so often and do these podcasts that it feels like we haven't seen each other in that long. Right. Um. But anyway, so, yeah, we started in Vancouver. Um, what kind of car did we rent? Uh, so we rented, uh, it was a Hyundai Tucson with snow tires, obviously. Yeah. Thank God. What was, and, and the whole snow tire thing, that was kind of funny. Cause when we picked it up, what was the guy saying? So every, here's the thing. There's different kinds of snow tires. There's snow tires and there's all seasons plus M and N there's all these different terminologies And every province in Canada has different requirements of what you have to have. Mm -hmm. So, of course, in Vancouver and British Columbia, they're going to give you a car that's rated for British Columbia with their requirements. (laughs) Right. Like, I don't know. It was just a whole confusion because I'm like, well, I was told we'd have full snow tires. And he was arguing with me like, oh, well, this is what's legal in BC. Like, I know, but we're driving across and. It was just really annoying. And I just, you know, sometimes you're like, I just don't have this fight in me. <laughs> That's where I was at after being in transit. <laughs> yeah. I think it was one of those things where just like, mm, Steph's like, I'm 99% sure that I checked this with the guy on the phone. But I tip for anyone <laughs> doing a cross country road trip in Canada or I don't know, even the states or anywhere, like just again, check provincial regulations and laws and all that. Um, What's the other thing we learned? 
Remember what the guy told us when we picked oh, the car he, up? This guy was so bizarre. <laughs> He's like, you ladies know if you picked it up in the city rather than the airport, you would have saved $500. He's like, there's a $500 airport fee on this rental. Yeah. Which we I like, never knew. Thank you for pointing Thanks. that out. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out and that we spent an extra. Now, our situation, do you know what? I was like, yeah. it. whatever. We got to the airport. We just wanted to get into a car and go, like, not have to travel well, into the city. No, and, and to be fair, because we were traveling from Vancouver to Toronto, we couldn't actually, you could only pick up and drop off at airports. It wasn't yeah. an option. We could, I couldn't well, say rent in Vancouver and drop off. Well, yeah. and also at the time, there was a car rental shortage in, mm-hmm. in Canada. And actually, what I was finding, because I'm part of, like, the Canadians in the UK, like Facebook forums, like a lot of people were saying the only places you could in in major cities pick up rental cars was at the airports or they were finding it easier at least. So like that extra charge, probably for us anyways, it was like, it was probably just easier. It was like we, we spent the extra money for convenience. <laughs> yeah. And this is where like when you're planning any type of travel, it's like, is convenience worth more? Then money like and you have to sometimes it, out. it is sometimes it isn't and, yeah but I think for anyone listening too if you're a budget traveler that's a great opportunity to save money to not because for if we hadn't have been going the way we'd been going we could have just capped it into the city for forty dollars picked up right. a rental car and saved 460 like that's huge yeah and I think as well like <laughs> we rented a car to drive across an enormous country like Canada we knew it was going to be it was very expensive anyways we're like what's another 500 bucks like it's sad but it's true and and this was this was funny like some of our friends that we sort of met along the way they were like how much did you spend on a rental car like oh we only paid this much and we kept having to reiterate like yes but we're not dropping the car off in the same place we were literally driving the car from one end of Canada to the other which is why it cost us like yeah. In the four they, digits. <laughs> they charge you the cost of driving it back to where yeah, it came like from. Like someone has to bring the car back. So again, bear <laughs> this in mind if, if you know, you're, you're doing this big, you know, and I'm not talking cross country like in the UK. Cross country in the UK takes about five hours. <laughs> but like, you know, Canada, Australia as well. Like you're driving across these big mass pieces of land. Well, somebody's got to take that car back. Like the car does, yeah. doesn't just stay there. So that's why it costs more. But anyways, I mean, we knew it was going to be expensive and that's why that extra 500 bucks yeah. airport surcharge, whatever it was. So be it. Um, so be it. So be it. So let's talk Vancouver. Like you said, cold. Vancouver is pretty mild most of the time. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's like they, a lot of people say it's like, you know, UK weather. It's, uh, you know, cold in the winter, but like it rains quite a lot not it doesn't milder, get that more frigid cold temperatures yeah. yeah what was it when we got there minus 25 <laughs> or something minus 27 the day we arrived and little did we know that day that that was going to be one of the warmer places <laughs> right so we got there and we stayed in we didn't do any of this like hostel stuff on this trip we're like no we're gonna stay in some nice hotels and thankfully Steph because she's mm-hmm. like What's your, you've got some like fancy ass, like, ooh, hotels.ca, like executive club membership. 
<laughs> Apparently now I've booked so many hotels on hotels.ca, which who knew at some point was bought out by Expedia Group that I'm like primo VIP gold, whatever the top level is. So they kept upgrading us to like the top yeah. floors, bigger room size, which they do. It's very they do it if rooms are available, but obviously we were traveling when no one was fucking traveling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got upgraded everywhere. Yeah. Who's coming to Canada when it's that cold? Um, but yeah, we <laughs> stayed in really nice places. And this is just a great example of, you know, you, you spend enough at places, you get you get the rewards, which is, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I, it's nice. I think we, like, we've talked about this a lot, but like the older I get, the more I'm willing to like shell out a bit of extra cash now for mm-hmm. traveling for comfort. I've got a bit of extra disposable income now. Like in our 20s, yeah, we were all about like that hostel life living and budget traveling. And, you know, there's a time and place, I think, still for budget traveling, like in your 30s. But this holiday, like Steph and I were like, no, no, no. Like we want to stay at nice, nice places. Um, and we did for the most part. And Vancouver well- was super nice. Not to mention we did that whole episodes where you were talking about how you don't even like staying in the same room, let alone you, you must have well, two beds. So I was like, okay, I have to book the right rooms. For <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I've talked about when, when sharing a bed. I mean, I don't need a separate room, but yeah, sharing a bed. I'm in my 30s now. Like, I need my own bed, which we did. I don't think we had to share a bed anywhere, did we? No, we didn't. No. Um, but yeah, so Vancouver, very cold. We had basically one full day in Vancouver, which I feel like we really made the most of that day. It Granted, it was cold, but it was really sunny. <laughs> it was beautiful outside. We bundled up and had just a really nice walk down in uh, Canada, Canada Place. Place. Yeah. Um, and any Canadians listening, they've got all like these like cities marked on the sort of boardwalk and we were very surprised to find Brantford on there which is where Steph and I are from and it's a very like Brantford's kind of a random place because all the other places were quite I think well known or they were at least known for something um maybe Brantford's more well known like maybe people respect Brantford more than we do uh maybe I don't know but anyways that was quite exciting but it you know with the weather being so cold we got to a point after kind of walking around the city we're like you know what we need to go inside somewhere and you know if you've only got a day somewhere why not just be a proper tourist so what did we do we went up to the harbor center which is like the big lookout tower and it's funny because we're from toronto well near toronto where we actually have like the tallest tower in canada yeah but like we're like, let's go to another tall tower in Canada that's not as tall, but it's cold. So we did. And actually, what a we great spent- afternoon we had. <laughs> we spent because the whole afternoon up there. We did. And because they've got the revolving restaurant and it wasn't busy, mm-hmm. it was very easy to get a table. And we drank a bunch of wine. Had we some drank nice two food. bottles of wine. <laughs> Maybe more. I don't remember. Um, but actually, it was, you know what, if, if it's minus... 25 outside this yeah, tower is actually perfect to get a really beautiful view of vancouver because it revolves and you can see everything and you can see like the beautiful picturesque mountains and i mean highly recommend doing it if you're in vancouver go up to the tower i actually thought it was better than the cn tower 
Yeah. Well, do you think because it's been so long since we've been up the sand tower, like we were just too young to appreciate it whenever we'd go uh, up? Maybe. I just think the views are prettier. Vancouver's beautiful. Well, like Vancouver's prettier. It is. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. That's just, it's a touristy thing to do. But I would also say people going to Toronto, like go up the CN Tower. Yeah. Maybe it's because no, it, it was... wasn't as busy. I don't know. Oh, it, well, we got lucky too. We had a clear day. Like we could see the views, see the water, see the mountains. One thing that made me laugh is we did stay at the Pinnacle Hotel, Pinnacle Harborfront Hotel. And I took this shot. So obviously we had a bottle of wine in our room. So I took this like stereotypical shot with like a wine glass in front of our balcony looking out to the mountains. And I had three people respond and say, are you staying at the Pinnacle Harbor front? And I was like, yeah. And then they sent me back photos of them taking almost the exact same shot from their room when they were there. Yeah. And I learned that the Pinnacle Harbor front is like basically the only, it's a nice hotel, but it's also affordable. It's not like super out of reach and it's apparently the one everyone books yeah vancouver is really pricey and a lot of people said to us like pinnacle is like the perfect hotel to book at because it's super nice it's like right like downtown i guess vancouver or like Mm -hmm. city center and Yeah. yeah it's affordable and we got you know a nice upgrade to that really nice room yeah so it was Perfect. Perfect hotel for it. Yeah, it was good. But um, but yeah, the rest of Vancouver, we kind of just wandered around. Again, we only had a day. We went down to like Gas Gastown, which is sort of like. Oh, right. We did a, yeah, we did a pub crawl in Gastown. We did. There's a lot of, it's so funny. I always forget how many like Irish bars or Irish pubs there are in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that I'm doing quotations because <laughs> the Irish would laugh, <laughs> yeah. but, but actually the one bar we were in, there was a group of Irish guys next to us. So I'm like, well, if they're hanging out here, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall one day in Vancouver, you know, hanging out in a city can't really go wrong. Just having a little yeah. walk around, but yeah, we had to go though the next day. Cause then we had, this is like the first day we had like our big long drive. Yeah, I was scared. I was a little scared. People, this trip, the one thing I'll say is people, it doesn't matter how many times we say this, it still always happens, is that don't take advice from people who haven't done what you're going to do. Because people really got into my head like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so dangerous. You're going to be... Like, basically just thinking we were going to die in an avalanche. Yeah. Well, and, like, dri- and drive- driving in the Rocky Mountains, like, yeah, it's, it's you know, not just normal sort of street driving. Like, you have to ha- be an experienced driver. But, like, yeah, a lot of people were like, you guys are crazy for doing that. I would say, and here, I- I'll hold my hands up. I did not do any driving apart from, like, three hours worth of driving in Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, which is, like, the straightest, like, flattest roads. But Steph, <laughs> Steph really enjoys driving. I'm, like, meh on driving. And so it was fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a better passenger and you're a better driver. Yeah. When roles are reversed, it doesn't work. Our dynamic is off. So I'm, like, yeah. as long as Steph is cool with doing the driving, and she was, I checked many times. She's, like, yeah, I'm good. So, yeah, I would say 99% of the time. You were fine. There was only a couple instances of like some sliding, not not your fault by any means, just the roads. Yeah. 
But we were so lucky that like we didn't hit any snowstorms. The roll the roads were relatively clear. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see quite a lot of trucks or like yeah, lorries as we trucks. call them, transport trucks. Um, that had like that were over in the ditch. Now that's not a totally uncommon sight to see in the middle yeah. of winter, but we did see a lot of them, which kind of like psyched us out a bit. But, like, not as many cars. And a lot of them were covered in snow, meaning, like, they'd probably gone off the road, like, a couple days before when there was a snowstorm. Well, we were lucky where we skipped the snowstorm. You say that, storm. but there was the one we pulled up to where we're like, this definitely just happened. Like, there was another transport director who'd pulled over beside the car, the one on the side, and the guy was, like, helping him out of his turned-over truck. Like, we were, I mean, like, there was a couple of them. minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, there was a couple of them. And I'm glad that we didn't see them happen because then I think that would have like psyched us out massively. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like again, we were like, we kept checking the weather and it seemed like yeah, we were either beautiful. behind a snowstorm by like a day or two or just in front of it. And I do wonder if we had left like a day or two earlier, if we would have been as lucky. Because imagine driving on those roads, stuff with snow mm-hmm. like blood like we had a couple days of like blustering snow but again it wasn't like that was like in saskatchewan but in the rocky mountains itself mm-hmm. that was actually like the e- like n- probably easier driving than a couple of yeah. the other days where it was like flat driving you know what i mean which i wasn't expecting but because the rocky mountains the mountains all around you they're actually shielding you from the worst of the wind and the snow and all right. the blowing um so it was actually better than I was expecting. I mean, as Steph was driving, I was the content creator and I was taking all <laughs> the videos and the pictures. And like, my God, honestly, it looks like a Bob Ross painting, like when you're in there. It does. And I would say, again, everyone's like, you guys are crazy for doing a cross Canada road trip in the middle of winter because a lot of people do it in the summer. But actually, I think everything just looked so much prettier with the mm-hmm. snow all over the trees. Like, it was really, again, like, very Bob Ross. And I felt like we were inside of this painting. And I have on my camera probably, like, oh, my God, like, a 100 videos of us just driving. <laughs> yeah. Like, through these windy roads. And it was, like, it was amazing. Every new mountain we came around, we're like, ooh. And you take yeah. a photo. And then, you know, when your camera rolls, like, just a hundred you can scroll and scroll and scroll and it looks yeah. the same well I've run out of storage since on my phone and it's probably because like I have like like 45 <laughs> minutes worth of video of just driving um but it just got like every turn you went around it just got prettier and prettier and prettier and you're it like did. where am I like this is like I'm in like some like fairy tale land and then where did we go at we we did we drive into Kelowna. Oh, we went to Kelowna first. Yeah, we did a night in Kelowna. Steph, what did we do in Kelowna? What's the one activity we did? We went to the old spaghetti factory. We did. (laughs) That is all we did in Kelowna. Kelowna is one of those places. It's like a summer place to go. Well, yeah, I imagine there's a lot of people who go there and do do skiing and snowboarding nearby, but that wasn't what we were there for. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. There is stuff to do, obviously, in the winter in that yeah. part of Canada. But everyone, like, I know that's been to Kelowna, like, they've got, they go for, like, sort of summer getaways. And also, we were only there for a night. We got there late at night. We were leaving in the morning. And the weather was, like, once we actually got into the city, that's where, like, the roads were quite snowy and 
not plowed very like I don't think it was like the greatest of driving and so the hotel we were staying at we were so hungry we hadn't really eaten like a proper meal that day and we look across the street we're like the old spaghetti factory like didn't know these existed outside of Toronto yeah I'm like haven't been one of these in years so we're like screw it let's just go eat there we'll go like carb load get a bunch of pasta and we went and it was popping like this is where people of Kelowna go everyone was at the old spaghetti factory that night yeah (laughs) it's true it was we had to wait for a table we did I'm like wow this is like we obviously picked the right spot to go um but yeah, I mean, we can't really say much about Kelowna because we didn't, we didn't really do anything in Kelowna. No, it was a pit stop for a night. It was a pit stop until we drove to Banff. But before we did that, we had to stop and get some kit for the car because the one yes. thing we found, the car came with fuck all. Inter- like we I didn't know. even have like a scraper. So we had to stop at um. Where did we go? Was it a Walmart? Canadian Tire. Or Canadian Tire, yeah. And we got all the stuff we needed. We got like emergency. We got a bag of kitty litter um, in case mm-hmm. we needed it. We got a scraper. We got windshield wiper fluid. <laughs> like we picked yeah. up all this essential stuff that you need for a winter road trip. And again, guys, if you're doing a winter road trip, we talked about this, I think, in our winter planning or winter excursion episode like you can't just hop in a car and go you need emergency stuff in the car and we even said as we were buying it all I think it came to like 122 bucks but we're like this is money it's basically insurance like we're probably not gonna use any of this stuff but if you need it and you don't have it you're screwed well and yeah that was it like after we were driving through the Rockies we're like imagine we did flip over in the middle of the night and thank god we weren't driving in the middle of the night like we planned everything (laughs) But we would be, but even like we were, oh my God. So we had bottles of water, but like, obviously they would freeze. Right. (laughs) And I said, I was like, it's fine. (laughs) We'll be able to like, even with ice. master planned. I was like, we can lick the ice if we were like, if an avalanche hit and we were under snow, I'm like, it's fine because we've got. At least ice. Frozen bottles of water that we can just throw <laughs> through the little drinking hole. Like we're little mice or something. But then also I was like, we could just put the windows down and like eat the snow. Like, I mean, we're not going to like die of dehydration. I don't think. But we probably would have died because no one would have found said, us. We would have died. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, to, okay. This is what I'm saying. I feel like we actually weren't as prepared as we should have been. With goods in the car, because as the trip went on, there was days where it was so cold that Steph and I were laughing. We're like, imagine we were actually stuck in this car in this weather, because again, minus 27 was not as cold as it was like it got. There was places that we were, like you said, that was like minus 50 getting into a car and minus 50 and like without that heat on, like you're not going to be if you're licking a bottle of ice. (laughs) Your, like, tongue is going to get stuck to it. Like, it's, no, it's not a good survival tactic, okay? Breaking news. Yeah, I know. But we didn't have, like, blankets because we were like, it's fine. We have clothes. We can just wear layers of clothes, which actually, I didn't even bring that many clothes with me. Like, I was very underpacked for once. Whereas you, Steph, I feel like you weren't. I know. Well, because you came on a budget airway with just a backpack. Whereas I came from Australia and I had my full big A budget airway? 
I flew business class. No, not from Toronto. Oh yeah, that's I right. Flew Sorry, business no. class. You were I was like budget airway. <laughs> no, actually, that's right. So actually, we'll we'll go back to the beginning. So my way to Toronto, I did fly business. I did the cheeky old upgrade, which I got for very cheap life-changing i can never go back to economy but yes sorry flying from toronto to vancouver i did fly with a budget airway where i could only bring like one little bag with me (laughs) did i just say too at the beginning of this trip you and i before we got there we're like all right for this trip because we always do things that like the shoulder season or off season where it's never like warm and beautiful like we were like, let's take the time every day and do our hair and makeup and get tons of cute photos. <laughs> which we <laughs> did in Vancouver. Like, which we did on day one. Vancouver, <laughs> we looked really cute, like in the tower, drinking our wine. Our hair was done, makeup on. Like I was wearing this like new sweater my mom got me for Christmas, which I thought was cute, that I ended up wearing for the next fucking two weeks every time we went out because it was apparently the only decent sweater I brought with me that wasn't like a big hoodie. But yeah, the rest of it, though. We were still bag ladies, even with all intentions of not being. Yeah. Well, we'll talk yeah. about, I mean, as it got colder and colder, how much oh, your well, makeup really matters. Yeah. So that's it. So anyways, we just went off on a massive tangent, but. We- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. We were, I feel like we, we were semi-prepared, but there's definitely things we probably should have purchased as like emergency kit that we yeah. didn't. But hey. Live and learn. We're here to tell everyone else, don't do what we did only yeah (laughs) that makes sense anyways then off we went to Banff now Banff was like this was like the epitome of our trip Banff was amazing this is where we did all the really fun like outdoorsy stuff Banff is amazing I think I'd been to Banff once when I was like younger it's a cool place well and that's the thing is so I've never been I'd never been to Alberta at all 
And all I knew is that it's a place where a lot of people go, you know, after high school, after college, and they go and they never come back, or at least they stay there for a few years. And after being there, yeah. I'm like, I get it. Like, I want to go back there in the summer too. It was just incredible. And it was beautiful. Oh, like, be- was I can stunning. totally, I was always one of those people. Where, and again, this is like the Ontario snobbery of us. There's this whole joke in Canada that like all Canadians hate people from Toronto or like near Toronto because they're like, oh, they're a bunch of snobs. And I guess you could extend that to like, I think Southern Ontario in general. But like, I always had this mindset of like, I don't understand why people would ever want to move out, you know, West. It's so fucking cold and like winters are harsh. And like being in Banff, I'm like... Banff is fucking, it is beautiful. Like, it is stunning. Yes, it's cold. But I'm like, I get why people put up with the cold. Because there's fun stuff to do in the winter here. And it's beautiful. Like, what more do you want? And, and, and. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all these things. I was like, wow, I'm 36. And I finally understand, like, why friends of mine from high school went to Banff and never came back. And I'm still sitting there in Toronto living my city life. Like, oh, I'm so cool. Because I live in Toronto, downtown. I'm such a hipster. And, like... (laughs) Meanwhile, this whole time I could have been like learning how to like snowboard or like just live in a cool place where it's like really pretty to wake up to every day. I've That's missed out. why they call us the Unterribles. I didn't know yeah. that was even like a thing. Unterribles. Yeah. <laughs> but so let's talk about why, how, like why Banff is great. Because we're just yes. like raving about it being great. So we drive in. We got there in the evening because it was a six hour drive from Kelowna bit longer with stops and gas and all that and we get in and it was just like this really magical granted we also were there in between Christmas and New Year's so all the Christmas lights were still up it's this really quaint I want to say village but it's bigger like what you picture as like ski towns or ski resorts in the movies it was kind of like that just yeah gorgeous and we were there in the yeah like you said the middle of like Christmas and like New Year's like it's a very touristy time as well and then we got we got we stayed at the Mount Royal Hotel which is right in the core of Banff you could literally walking distance everywhere parking our hotel room was great it had outdoor sauna like outdoor hot tubs just everything about it was really perfect like I want to say yeah and then when we got in one thing is that we talked a lot about like having the proper snow gear and then of course I got there and I didn't buy snow boots in Australia so I wore my hiking boots figuring at least I'd have warm shoes until I could buy snow boots and then of course I didn't because my hiking boots were fine Mm -hmm. but for our Banff like outdoor activities I'm like I need proper boots and someone recommended to us that we check out the store called Backtracks where you can just rent anything you need for your time there Well, and and didn't I say this in our episode, we were talking about what to pack and, you know, when it comes to like packing winter gear, it takes up a lot of room. And I'm, you know, I said like, we're going to be a BAMP where people go skiing and snowboarding. There's going to be somewhere you can rent equipment where we don't need to buy it and then we can return it. And like, why invest in a bunch of stuff that you're only going to use probably once, you know, or maybe like maybe twice, but yeah. And you were... You were spot on because I rented winter boots for ten dollars. Yeah, like yeah, like what do you need a pair of winter boots boots for in Australia? Like as an Australian coming over, you're gonna go on like one ski holiday in your whole life. Maybe you'll go more down the line, but like why are you gonna invest in a 
Well, not you. I'm saying in general, like people in general. Time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, why buy? Because winter boots, they're not cheap. Like they're, you know, if you, and you need, here's the thing as well. We talk winter boots. The weather that we were in, you can't just have any old winter boots. I didn't even know this. I learned this at the Backtrack store that winter boots all had like different like temperature gauges as well. Like some are mm. like good for minus 10. Then other ones yeah. are good for minus 20. Like I didn't know that. The same way just... you do for suitcase or sleeping bags and stuff. Yeah, I just didn't yeah. know that. Like, I just thought all winter boots were, like, warm and whatever. And so they were like, yeah, so it's, like, minus 20. Like, you'll need the... I mean, and thank God, because some of the activities we did, I had winter boots. Like, I had proper ones, but my toes... I was worried about frostbite and we'll talk about oh that God. shortly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but we got, so, we rented, yeah, you got boots. I got, um, snow pants. pants, which was hilarious. The whole exchange with me and that little boy, um, this, <laughs> l- this boy, I say little boy, clearly a teenager that's working, you know, Christmas, like around the Christmas rush, you know, his probably his first time, first part-time job ever. I'm like, I need to rent some snow pants. And he's like, okay, like, what size? And he, they have, like, small to, like, extra large, I think. And so I said, oh, I'm I'm a large. He's like, all right, fine. So he brings me he brings me a pair that were, like, a size. First, he brought me a size. I think it was, like, a size 10 or 10 or 12. And in Canada, and this is where the sizes, again, like, differ. We've done this. We've talked about that in an episode before. But anyway, so in Canada, I'm usually, like, a 10, 12, but like with these snow pants, you're putting them over clothes. Like you need, you need to size up. Right. Anyway. So I'm like, these are a bit small. Can you bring me a bigger size? He's like, yeah, sure. So he comes back with this pair of snow pants. And as soon as I like unfold them, I'm looking at them. I'm like, these are not bigger than the ones he just brought me. They were like a size six, like a size six. I, I, my arm could get into one. And then I was like, okay, maybe maybe they just look small. Like, I don't know. And I'm trying to put them on. And I'm like, sir, these are much smaller than the ones you brought me. Like, I need a bigger size. He's like, oh, sorry. They must have got mixed up. And they were in, like, the large section. And I'm thinking, like, Steph and I are laughing because we're like, how did you not see that they were smaller? Anyways, so then he goes back and then he brings me a pair of 22 size pants. 22. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I... I could fit, like, Steph and I both could fit into those. And I'm like. <laughs> we could have. This was a, clearly a boy who'd never dealt in women's sizing before. The poor boy was just, he, he's never probably age dealt with women sizing B. <laughs> just clearly never was dealt not, with women. <laughs> or or that. He was definitely too young to have any experience with women. But he um he clearly just wasn't looking at the sizes. And I'm like, okay. These are too big now. I'm like, can you get me like maybe like a 14 and like look at the size? And then I think his manager came over and the poor boy felt so bad. He's like, I'm I'm so sorry. And he was like, I think stressing out that like he was going to get in trouble. And then his manager came over and he was like, it's okay. Don't worry. Sometimes it takes a couple tries. And he's looking at me like, sorry, miss. I'm like, it's all right. Fine. Anyways. But it was really, it was quite sweet. This poor boy. Um, but anyways, we rented our stuff. It cost like 20 bucks. Finally got a pair that fit. Um, yeah. And off we went. And the next day, we this is when we had all of our like outdoor winter excursions. And thank God 
that we got snow pants. Because do you remember even? <laughs> I was like, I'll be fine just wearing my Lululemons for dog sledding. So we went dog I sledding. I remember reading reading the like very explicit instructions to you. And I was like, no, it says very clearly, like, you have to have snow pants. You're like, I don't need snow pants. <laughs> I'm like, my legs never get cold. we got them because we could. And even just, like, not even the dog sledding, but the snowshoeing. Like, at one point, we were, like, two oh feet God. deep in snow. And you're like, we're like, what would you have done if you hadn't worn those? Oh, I would have had frostbite for sure. So let's, uh, so let's talk about dog sledding. Yeah. So we get picked up in this bus and we all get on the bus and it is like the windows are like frosted shut on this bus and we're like ah oh, why doesn't the guy like turn the heat on like we realize <laughs> soon after like the heat is on it is so cold right. it is so cold that like indoor like vehicles like because our car was doing it like the the windows would frost up from the inside even if you had the heat cranked up so anyways we're on this bus and the guy's talking to us about where we're going. And he's like, if you look over there, and we're like, we can't see anything. Like, the windows are frosted over. <laughs> like, they could have been driving us to, like, some abandoned warehouse. And for all we, we know. Just- like, so we get there. And as soon as we get off the bus, it is beautiful. And thank God it was, like, a sunny day. But it was so cold. So cold. I had my glasses on. Here's the thing. Wearing glasses in minus, I think it was minus 35 that day, doesn't work. Because think of those windows frosting up. Your glasses do the exact same thing. Yeah. Glasses came off. I'm half blind, but like, so be it. Well, and that's one of those things where, because I got contact lenses specifically for this trip. And I remember getting on the bus and being like, will contact, the stupid things you just don't know. But I'm like, yeah. will they freeze on my eye? Like, yeah, did I they? I don't think they concerned. did. I, sh- I should have gone with contacts because I couldn't wear my glasses like 95% of this trip. Like I didn't even, I didn't even get to see the beautiful Canada that was in front of me because I was blind because like, <laughs> my glasses were so frozen. But anyways, um, but we got off this bus and already my toes and I had like thermal socks on, like proper mm-hmm. thermal socks. My toes already started getting really cold and my feet, like I'm of all parts of my body, my feet always get cold first. Like I always have to, even in just like normal weather, like I don't know if I have bad circulation or what, but my feet always are cold. And I was like, I already started panicking thinking like, we're going to be out here for two hours doing dog sledding. And already my toes are like starting to go numb. Mm-hmm. Um, But so whatever, they gave us like the induction. We went, met the dogs. Now we talked about in that episode about like, uh, like we were, we were like, oh, is it cruel to do dog sledding? whatnot? I can tell you right now, these dogs, this is all they want to do. They were so excited to be pulling around sleds. They gave us, what was the induction they gave us with the dogs? Like they all had like vests on. Yeah, they had, so all the dogs had different colored vests and I don't remember which color was which, but there were basically ones that were like, I'm shy and I don't want like attention and affection. Don't. Like, don't come up to me and try to pet me. Um, so those dogs, you just knew you didn't go. The dogs with no vests were fine. And it was obvious they were fine because they were the ones who would, like, let oh you, God. like, come right up and sniff you and jump up on you. Um, and then there was another one that, for that, a different color for really young dogs where they're, like, where they're really young and in training. Yeah. yeah. That were, like, just learning. I, well, I'll admit at first when we went up and saw the dogs because they were just kind of laying there. And you yeah. do look at them and you're like, oh my God, I'm so cold. Are they really cold? Like, 
oh, do they enjoy doing this? And I think at first I felt yeah, a, a little bit weird about it. But then we got onto the sleds. So Steph and I, realize, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So well, again, for those of you that have listened to previous episodes, we were, there was a weight limit for the, for the sleds. <laughs> and, and again, this is to, because you, there's six dogs to a sled. Obviously they don't want to ex- like exert the dogs. You know, there's a weight limit because there's all they can obviously handle. So Steph and I were like, we'll lose a bit of weight because between the two of us, and somebody else driving the sled, like, we were too heavy. And then Steph was like, actually, if we just drive the sled ourselves, it's fine. We don't have to lose any weight. So, perfect. So, <laughs> Better solution. Because <laughs> I sure as hell didn't lose any weight before we got there as planned. Anyways, so we're like, fuck it. We'll drive the sled ourselves, which I would recommend because it's actually really easy and super fun uh, mm-hmm. to drive the sled yourself. But, so anyways, we get we get in the sled. I Steph drove first. And then I'm laying in like the actual sled and I was like, I'm going to die because my toes at this point were freezing. And I think Steph, yeah. your fingers were freezing and we're like, I actually, they had to stop. They had to stop the ride and give me different mittens with warmers because my fingers were actually starting to get frostbite. They, yeah, all my fingertips was, had turned purple and were round like knobs. It was so cold. And like, I remember sitting there thinking, before we even started going, I'm like, these poor dogs must, like, they must hate this. And I, I just had this, like, sort of wave come over me of, like, are we doing a bad thing? But then as soon as all the dogs, like, obviously they had somebody guiding, like, the entire group. These dogs were, like, revving to go. As soon as they got up and they knew that we were about to go on, like, this, like, sleigh ride, they went bananas. Like, I have never seen dogs so excited. They, yeah, like, I, I think the dogs just didn't like waiting. Yes, that was it. And I realized yeah. that where I'm like, they don't like sitting around. And that's why they all looked a bit bored and whatever. And they just looked a bit like almost I was like, are these dogs sedated? But like they weren't because obviously they're running through trails carrying me and stuff. And <laughs> they were I have never seen these dogs. So like dogs as excited as they were jumping up in the air. They all started howling like it was almost like the like someone had like planned to like all make them howl at the same time but like they didn't obviously it was just one dog started howling then they all just sort of followed suit and they just like as soon as you start going they just like tear down like the snow paths and it was the funnest after like or morning I think I've ever had even though we were so cold but yeah Steph how did you find driving the sled oh I loved it I think I was a bit like you like they were giving us tons of instructions and codes on how to speed up slow down stop this that and you and I were like oh my god like it's almost overwhelming you're like I'm gonna fuck this up we're gonna go off the trail and then as soon as you get moving you're like oh this is fine it's it's so easy and and also it's one of those like the dogs have obviously done this so many times they know what to do like are we really driving the sled or are the dogs driving us you know Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah but it was again so we I think we do what like it was like an hour total so Steph did half an hour then it was my turn to drive and I was like for like again I think my toes had like warmed up at this point it was just so cold it was so cold and my fingers I think I had like two pairs of gloves on my boots were just warm enough like I can't imagine Steph if you didn't have real winter boots because you were gonna wear like your lace-up boots until you rented those ones yeah no could not have done that yeah um, but anyways, we finished it off. It was like so much fun. I would recommend anyone 
to go dog sledding. Of course, like research into the company. What was the company that we actually booked with? Because they were actually snowy, snowy owl, snowy owl. And they actually we learned as well. If anyone that's seen the Disney movie Togo, so it's about sled dogs. They actually filmed it there. And the dogs that we rode with were in the movie. So like totally reputable company, anything we've said this so many times, anything that involves animals, like, of course, do your research and make sure that the company that you're booking with treat the animals well. And they all, I mean, they, they, how many dogs were there? There There's probably like 50 dogs and they knew their names and they all look alike. They're all just like these big husky dogs and all of them like knew every single dog's name their personality like again some of them had the vests on some of them didn't and they'd be like oh like so and so yeah she really likes you know the one guy like he knew where they like to be scratched he was telling me he's like oh she really likes to be scratched behind the ear that one really likes a belly rub like it was actually just really sweet where they just you could tell they were very well taken care of yeah super fun but that was the day if anyone if whoever follows us to where we had photos of us where our eyelashes, hair, eyebrows, everything were icicles because it was mm. so cold that like any extremity it basically turned to ice. Um, I so mean, that was an one, interesting experience. <laughs> one thing I would suggest as well, if you're going to be in weather like that, guys, don't wear mascara. And if you do, wear waterproof mascara oh, yeah. because... You looked like a trash bag after. I basically <laughs> had like mascara left over from the night before that I hadn't properly washed off and then Mm -hmm. because your eyelashes just like freeze well obviously your mascara it just melts so i just had like mascara all over my face like i looked i looked like a bag lady um yeah it was bad so don't wear makeup in this cold weather screw makeup because your most of your face is covered anyways like just skip it but anyways yeah we had this is where everything was like frozen over but great pictures we got though and what a fun day (laughs) But that yeah, wasn't the was end of our our snowy activities that day because then we got back. <laughs> we we got had about ambitious. an hour until we had to go snowshoeing. And Steph and I were like, how the fuck? Like, honestly, I was so cold at one point that I'm like, we have to cancel snowshoeing because there's no way. There's no way I can go snowshoeing. But we rallied. We pulled it together. Yeah. And we went snowshoeing. And actually, snowshoeing, because we were moving, like, was, you're actually... so physical. It was so physical. Like... So we actually thought, Steph, what's the tour that you thought we booked? <laughs> I thought, we, <laughs> I thought this we is where Steph's see. planning. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, because the problem is, is sometimes you look at too many things. And yeah. I thought I booked the intro to snowshoeing. It's 40 minutes. I knew someone mm-hmm. else who did it. And they said, it's like, oh, you do like, you know, you go a couple hundred meters and walk back. And I was like, perfect. And we get out there and... The intro to snowshoeing was at Lake Louise and I we're there and I'm like, I don't think we're at Lake Louise, but I didn't say anything. (laughs) And then we're snowshoeing, we're snowshoeing, we're going up a mountain. (laughs) 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 I'm like, sir, how long is this? And it was like, I mean, it wasn't far. It was like five kilometers. No. But when that's not what you thought you'd booked, you're like, okay. And we're just going up this mountain and like, I hate mountains. And like I hate going up mountains when it's warm <laughs> like because I'm just like I'll walk all day level surface you put me up a mountain and I'm like <gasps> yeah this was definitely not beginner level it was intermediate for sure uh we were <laughs> snowshoeing for about an hour and a half 90 minutes of solid 
like incline uh yeah snowshoeing in like i i don't know probably like four feet of snow snowshoeing he's like, like it was let's he's like let's get off the path and go down the mountain through the trees and i'm like yeah no sir like no nope. i'm sticking to the path i will see you i know you went down i, I did like, but then i i literally went down though like i fell at one point and i just kept falling like you try to like pick yourself up in four feet of snow wearing snowshoes and like seven layers of clothes where you're basically like state puff, like Michelin man. Like it's very difficult just to like pick yourself up. And I fell at one point. Yeah, exactly. And I was like rolling down a hill, like crashing into trees. And like the guy, the guide was like way ahead of us. You were on the other trail. The only person that was with me was like, that other guy on our tour and he was like are you okay like do you need help i'm like no i'm good i've got i've got this and every time i've got like a pole in my hand i'm trying to like get myself up with the pole and then every time i'd catch my balance like i would just fall again because i'm on this steep like it was ridiculous so i didn't even i rolled down that hill 90 percent of the way and then i picked myself up before I exited the trees, so nobody knew that I just rolled the entire way down. You roll, you're rolling down like a little mountain here. I'm the only one on the tour who said I was going to take the path. Everyone else went off roading. Yeah, I'm going down this path, and I'm thinking, if ever I were going to run into a mountain lion, it's going to be now. So I'm literally just like going down this mountain, being like, all right, what do I do if I come into a mountain lion? I just the Planning. things you do are never the like romanticized versions you get of them in your head. <laughs> like once you're actually in the moment. Yeah, no, totally. But it was it was fun and we survived and then we stopped and had like some really nice like hot cocoa and like maple yes. cookies and you know, and then went back and got back into the really toasty van. It was actually super fun it was though. Perfect. I I loved it. It was and we did pretty well for intermediate snowshoers i mean i feel like if we had done the beginners course we would have been really bored there would have been no rolling down hills or trudging through like four feet of snow yeah no maybe we're professionals maybe maybe we're just like this is our natural talent snowshoeing (laughs) i mean it's a great alternative to people who if you're not a skier or a snowboarder it's such a perfect outdoor activity well that's the thing like there are people such as myself i don't ski I don't snowboard and then you look at places like Banff or like any sort of like winter excursion holidays and you think like there's nothing there for you and you're like why am I going to do it but things like dog sledding snowshoeing like there is stuff to do if you're not into you know like high impact like I mean with my knees there's no fucking way I'm going to take up skiing now in my 30s but like snowshoeing very low impact you still get your exercise in that's what our tour guide was saying like he loves you know he was saying he loves uh snowshoe like it's you know good winter exercise it gets you outside and it's uh, again like when you're snowshoeing through a beautiful place like bam yeah it's yeah worth it was it. stunning one of the best days other than dog sledding and snowshoeing was january 2nd no sorry. no first was new year's day new year's day okay so bam springs hotel super bougie it's like a kilometer outside of bam up on the hill and we looked at staying there but it was like honestly a thousand dollars a night for the cheapest room so expensive yeah we went a little bougie by our definition not by that definition we looked into it but we're like we're not spending three grand on a hotel like even that's where i'm that's where i'm cutting it (laughs) off yeah (laughs) yeah if i win the lottery i might do fine yeah um 
But the Banff Springs Hotel, their spa, the Willow, I think it's called the oh. Willow Springs Spa. Yeah. We booked we booked facials and massages there and thought, you know what? We're going to have a spa day. It'll be after dog sledding, after snowshoeing. We'll be sore. We'll It'll it. be perfect. Andrea, what did you think of the spa there? Oh, my God. The best. It was stunning. Like, it was it so... Has, I- it has ruined future spas for me yeah. because it was that good. This was like me flying business class. And I'm like, I feel like I can't go back to economy. This spa, whew, it was... Per, like it was so good the the massage I got I had this guy named Devin that massaged me and I have never had like hands touch my body in that way <laughs> like ever it was insane <laughs> like his his hands were magical um but he even said it was funny because we were talking about it and he's like are you staying at the Fairmont I said no we're staying at the the Mount Royal and he said to me you guys did it right you stayed in the center of Banff and you're here for a spa day. So you did it right. You booked the spa day at the fancy hotel and then you stayed in the, in the center. Um, but yeah, we had the massage. We had the facials. Oh my God. I had the most amazing little facialist from Cape Breton. She was adorable. Um, I came out there and just like felt like a new woman. And then we spent the afternoon just like in the, the hot springs outside. If you can go into an outdoor hot spring in minus 35 degree weather. Oh my God, do it. It is like, oh, yeah. I just thinking about it makes me it, happy. Oh, that was honestly the best massage I've had in my life. The best facial I've had in my life. The different hot springs and going inside, outside. Stunning. I, it from was like getting the moment you walk in to the moment you leave. It's like oh, yeah. indulgence to perfection. So if you're going to be in like winter outside holiday, try to find a spa. Try to find a nice... <laughs> Outdoor spa. And here's the thing. You think this was the only spa Steph and I went to on our holiday. It was not. This was one of many. And we're going to talk about that in our next episode. Um, We figure we would do a part two because this was quite an epic trip. Yes. And so we thought we would save it. We're going to save it. We're going to talk about our part two, which included Saskatchewan, Manitoba, the rest of alberta we did a lot more exactly we'll do our part two we won't leave you hanging for too long so stay tuned all the shit i've learned abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel you can listen to us on multiple platforms from itunes to google play music and more and with that please if you have a chance give us a five-star review on itunes or whatever platform you listen on that drives us up the charts and really really helps us out Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit Have Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.